Fabregas. Now it's Iniesta. This is it. That's the goal. Spain have surely won the World Cup. Do it here. Cross and Dempsey is tonight again. And Donovan has scored. Oh, can you believe this? Go, go, USA. Mehdi Tarani pushed him off. Mehdi Tarani pushed him off. Mehdi Tarani What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another World Cup group preview. For this one, we are talking Group D. And joining me, we're getting real international here. This is what I love about the World Cup, bringing other cultures together. I'm bringing on a person I met through listening to Dime Dropper. I don't know how he even found me, but he found me. He's from Paris, loves the, the game of football like I love the game of basketball. My man, Junga, going to talk about Le Bleu. Joining us from Colorado right now. Welcome to the show on camera for the first time. Exciting, really exciting, my friend. First time. I hope it's not going to be the last time, but I'm pretty excited. What about you? Definitely not uh, the last time. We'll talk in the, in the tournament as well. But let's get right to it, man. Obviously, since we got somebody from another country, before we get into World Cup, I want you to tell everybody how much the game means to your country. You know, in America, it's not the biggest sport, not even close. But in France... It's big time. You guys are the two-time champs, the defending champs. How much does it mean over there, the World Cup? So how well, I can start it is like soccer, like you say in America, is, is football for you. Like us, it means a lot, a lot. Like kids, grown-ass men, 50 years old guys, everyone's playing soccer like in France. Like it's really a, a big deal. Everyone has his favorite team, for example, my team. Even though I come from Paris, Marseille, for example. Everyone support the team, everyone watching soccer. In the France, I can tell you, everyone is excited for the World Cup. Not everyone is happy about the list we're going to talk about, but everyone is excited for the World Cup. But so, worry at the same time. So let's get right into, as you said, the team. It was announced today by coach Didier Deschamps. This is his third World Cup coaching the team, right? Yes. Third, third World Cup coaching the team. And a lot of the repeat, well, let's see how many repeat players from the World Cup. You got the keepers. Hugo Lloris, Steve mm -hmm. Mandanda, and Alphonse Ariola. Lloris is 35 years old. Is he going to start? Yeah, he's going to start. He's going to start, definitely. Are you confident in him still? Um, I watched him against Marseille. He was solid. Not as good as he was in 2018, but I, I still think that he's going to be like a good part. If you, if you are about to winning, Lloris has to play a huge role, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you have some good backups there. But then the defense, I think, is really strong. Uh, well, at least you have a yes. lot of depth. Uh, you have, obviously, Rafael Varane, who won the World Cup as a starting oh, center back for you guys last time. Benjamin Pavard. Benjamin mm -hmm. Pavard, who was the right back for you guys last time that you guys won. Lucas Hernandez. Was it Lucas that was on the left side when you guys won? Yeah, he was on the left side, exactly. Lucas Presno Kimpembe, he was not on the World Cup. Was he on the World Cup team? He was in the World Cup, but he was on the bench. The guy who was playing was in Titi. Yeah, and he's disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah, kind of injured. And like, you don't really know, but he's not there anymore. Kimpembe played at the Euro Cup, though, and played. And then you have Jules Koundé, who was mm -hmm. just moved to Barcelona, 23 years old. You have Lucas, his brother. They're brothers, right? Teo? Yes. Teo Hernandez. And then 
Dio Upamecano from Bayern Munich, Ibrahima yeah, Kanate from Liverpool, and then William Saliba for Arsenal, who I've gotten to see a lot this season, and he's been amazing. Plays amazing. way beyond the year. So give me your reaction to those defenders. Is there anybody you wanted to see make the team that missed out, or do you think he picked well? I think he picked well. Like, obviously, Deshaun, we know him. He likes strong defenders, tall. So that's why he, that's why he picked those guys, you know? But I think that the, the defenders are pretty solid. Yeah, you, you can pick, like, the guy from Leipzig, Simacan, who's really good. Jonathan Klos, who played in Marseille for the right side, I think he had a pretty good chances. But at, for me, like, the, the defenders are all right, like, really good. Who's your back four, if you had to pick? If I have to pick, or if yeah. I know Deschamps? Yeah. Obviously, I think, like, the, the correct back, back would be Pavar, Varane, Kipembe, and Lucas Hernandez. Like, I think it's going to be this. I Pretty solid. That, that, same as last time, but Kipembe in from Titi. Yeah, and Kipembe playing the Euro, so they got experience, so it would be pretty logic that is the, the back four for me. And then midfield is a lot younger, outside of Veretout, <sighs> Veretout from Marseille. So maybe you have some, some knowledge on these guys. From Marseille, and then you have Rabio, who's been around for a while now. He's 27. Yes. Everybody else in the midfield is 23 and under. You have Shuomeni and Camavinga from Real Madrid. Uh, this is Camavinga's first year for Real Madrid, correct? Yes. No, second year, second year. He was there last year. Oh, Shuomeni is the first year, though? Shuomeni uh, is the first year, yes. Okay, there you go. And then Matteo Ganduzzi, who used to play for Arsenal, now is playing for your club. And then Yusuf Fofana from Mo from Monaco. I have not seen these guys play as much. Obviously, Rabio, I have. He's been around for a little bit. But the injuries to Paul Pogba and Golo Kante, we got to talk about them. How big of a factor do you think those are going to be? And give me some some insight on these the younger midfielders, especially the Marseille guys. So, first, it's about Pogba and Kante. Huge, huge, huge loss. Like, I don't know that you realize how much is a loss because if I remember correctly, I think that when Pogba and Conte play together, I think that we never lost a game. The only game that we lost, technically lost, it was against Switzerland, you know, in the Euro. But technically, yeah. when you lost in penalty, it's not, yeah. Like, technically, when you draw and you lost in the pen, it's not a loss. You mm, lost okay. the penalty, you know? So, huge loss. About Vertu and Genduzi. Genduzi, pretty solid this year. I'm not going to lie. I was expecting him to drop. To be like mid, but he's been pretty solid. Vertu is like, yeah, like I know a lot of fans of Marseille really don't like him because he's, they think he's too slow, too mm. casual in the midfield. So obviously, he's not going to start Vertu. Even Gendouzi, I don't think they're going to start. My pick, I think, is going to be Chouameni for sure, is going to start. Maybe Rabio, maybe Kamavinga. Fofana, he got a I think he got a chance, Fofana, because. Fofana, hey, he's really good. I hope really? that gonna, I hope that Deshaun's gonna give him a chance because he's really, really good, pretty solid. He can play, he's techy, he can recoup the ball, so I really like him. I think for sure Chomini is gonna start. But I don't know who's gonna be with him in the midfield. Probably my guess is like he's gonna put so Chomini, Fofana, and Rabio in the midfield. Like really strong. I think that's gonna be the, the three is gonna start. We have no choice because I think I don't want like to be. I don't want to try just because I think they're good players. But if you take the last twenty years and you take all the midfielders in France, I think it's the weakest one. 
Yeah. It's also the younger one. It's yeah. The one too. So I think I think they can do good, but we have no clue. Like I said, in the midfield, you have to to be sure about your midfielders, and we are not sure. So that's yeah. If, huge, huge so you think? Do you think that's the weak? If you have to pick the weakest, the most questionable part of the team is the midfield. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because I'm gonna give you those, those stats too. All the midfielders wasn't there in 2018. Right. Yeah. It was Matt, mostly it was Matuidi, Pogba, and Kante. But did Rabio not come off the bench? No, Rabio wasn't there. Wasn't picked in 2018. Okay. It was Thomas Lemar. I don't know if you remember him. Of course, I remember. Him, of course. Yeah, Thomas Lemar was there. So I guess you know it's funny you mentioned the midfield because if you look at the last couple of World Cup winners. It's been the midfielders that have made the difference. You know, in 2010, obviously you have Spain, Xabi Alonso, Xavi, Iniesta, Sergio Busquets, and then, I mean, Cruz, Schweinsteiger, and Khadira in 2014, and then you guys in 2018, Pogba, Kante, Matuidi. It seems like that's always where it's decided in these tournaments. And yeah, I think it's a little questionable, but this is when we get into the, the real fun stuff for the, for the French team up front. Um, the most inexperienced player is Christopher Nkunku. Is that the one that used to play for PSG? Yes, exactly. Yes, he's on Leipzig now. But then the rest of the guys, very notable names. Kingsley Coman for Bayern Munich. Usman Dembele, who's having a good season at Barcelona. Antoine Griezmann, who's probably declined a bit since the last World Cup. And then you have a guy who's the oldest player on the team. Thirty, Actually, no, second oldest after Mandanda. 36-year-old, one of my personal favorites. Former Arsenal, former Chelsea, Olivier Giroud. Yes. And then you have Kylian Mbappe, of course. And the Ballon d'Or winner, most recent current Ballon d'Or winner, Karim mm. Benzema, who is playing in his first World Cup after the blackmailing. Yeah, exactly. First yeah, after World the blackmail Cup. scandal with Valbuena, because he played in 2014. He was great. Obviously didn't play for the winning team, for the 2018 World Cup winning team. Returned for the Euros. And obviously that terrible loss to Switzerland after the 3-1 lead. I got I to gotta hear your thoughts on the attack, man. It's loaded up there. All right. First, you want me to do player by player or let me get like my three strikers and after I do player by player? How you want yeah, to just, just give you the first first up. So you're going is 4-3-3 formation you guys run with? I think if I know where well, Sean is going to play kind of like a 4-4-2, but with a midfielder on the left side like he did with Matthew in 2018. I okay. think he's going to do that. I might be wrong, but I think he's going to do that. So the three striker will obviously is going to be Benzema, Bappe, and Griezmann. Even Griezmann, I don't think he deserves it just because of what he did for the for Les Bleus and because he was good with the French team. I think he's going to stop because mm -hmm. he's on Griezmann. I think, and he deserves it. Like, kind of. He plays well in tournaments. He plays well in tournaments for you guys. For always sure. in tournaments. So I think he's going to play. Bappe, Benzema. They're gonna be the difference maker. Like I really expect them, like to to carry the team. I'm not gonna lie. And up front, we have also like Dembele, plays good in Barcelona. Obviously, like he didn't score a lot of goals, but you can tell that he's the most dangerous player in Barcelona. Olivier Giroud is like, I just don't come know up, what to say about him. Though. Come off man, the bench, man. You're gonna come off the bench, super sub when you need a goal. Hold up the ball, maybe man. launch stuff into the box. Let Let's appreciate you, like just one second. This guy, bro. <laughs> this guy, this guy really started like in 2012. Since 2012, his resume is off the chart. His goal is like, that's crazy. And in France, it used to be despite hate because people, <laughs> because people think that if Benzema wasn't like in the French team, it was because of Giroud. 
which he wasn't. It was because of the blackmailing stuff and everything. This guy was hating. Like people used to pray for him to be injured. Like you don't re even realize how he was a how he was hated. And I'm so happy that now just prove it. And I remember Chiangi. I don't. I think you remember this. When Joe was playing as a striker in Arsenal, say, do you think he can win the league with Joe as a primary striker? And I think you remember, remember, remember that. And last year in, in Milan, he just won the Serie A. And you guys won and, the World And you won the World Cup, even though he didn't he score a goal. He was starting in every game. And he was like, I think he could play better, but for his role, he really did his job. Yeah, he really, exactly. really did his job. So I think he's going to be obviously on the bench, but I'm pretty happy. Kunku, I think he's... Easily top 15 players in the world right now. Like, he's really good, really solid, consistent. If you watch Shepherds League, always one of the best players on, on the week, every time. So I'm happy. Who else? Kingsley Coman. I feel like he's going to be a good substitute. Good substitute. But the problem is his health. Mm -hmm. Like, he's healthy now, right? Yeah, but we don't know. He can, like, he can run, get injured. So we don't know. But I think, like, in the. In the attacking side, we're pretty good. We just have to be like solid. And I'm going to say this. We all know like the winners first for the next World Cup. Recently, I, yes. Losing I, in the group stage. But I think that because we lost Switzerland and it was embarrassing, I think that people know it's going to have to be like more aware, more focused. I think. That's Definitely. Yeah. And I think also the group, as we're, we're going to get into the other teams in just a second, is a little bit weaker. Than, than a lot of the groups for the return champions. Like, for example, you know, it started in... I mean, if you want to go back to 2002 when you guys didn't make it out of the group stage, but then in 2006, Brazil made it to the quarterfinal. And then that's when it started after that, though. Italy in 2010 in South Africa knocked down the group stage by Slovakia. And then 2014, Spain losing to Netherlands and Chile, not even making it out of the group. And then the most shocking of them all in the last World yeah, Cup, Germany, this, Germany. South that Korea. Was, that was shocking. Yeah. Because let's talk about Germany. Germany, that was shocking because I remember watching the game against Sweden when they scored the last last minute. I was Tony, like, Tony Kroos free kick. Yeah, I was like, okay, the score, they're going to be fine against South Korea. Man, oh man, they yeah. lost. Bro. They lost. So. But I think you make a good point that the French team should be more focused. Uh, obviously, knowing all this, this whole curse, this recent history, and then, as you said, the heartbreaking defeat to Switzerland. So I want to ask about that. How did it feel? Where do you think it went so wrong? Obviously, Mbappe missed a couple chances, missed the penalty, but you were up 3-1 in the game. What do you think has to happen so that doesn't happen again? Do you think that was just a freak accident or something? Uh, so uh, a I'm going to say this. First, I think is a, a lot of things. The first thing is like the chemistry of the group. Like after the competition, we heard that they have like a lot of issues between players, like Rabiot and Pogba. Mbappe wanted like more like responsibility, and the and also I think Deschamps like a bit of leadership. You know, the leadership that he had in 2018 wasn't the same in 2021. So that's off the field. But on the field, I remember the first half he was playing like a three-five-two, and it just didn't work. Just didn't work. And when Loris stopped the pen. We scored three goals. I was like, all right, we're going to be fine. And after you have, you have the last 10 minutes, it just punishes you. And that's why it's crazy in soccer because if we won that game, I think we won the Euro and we would not have this discussion. But because we didn't, now everything like starts to come up. Oh, yeah, he said this. 
us, they don't like each other and everything. So I think he's uh, the, the overall atmosphere around the team wasn't good. And in 2022, I have to say, he's not real better. But I trust Deshaun, if you can give him this, this quad, this only quality, is like he can build up a group. You can say, okay. all right, for one month, we can be focused, we can do this, we cannot fuck around, you know. So I trust him. I trust him, but it's a good feeling. I think it's going to be his last tournament also. So he has to, he has to go in, to go all in. Well, because if he fucked up, Zidane, and I know he likes Zidane. Of course. He probably is going to be the next manager. And even if France do a great tournament, I think it's going to be the last national tournament. That's just me. It's been a while. It's been a while. I think it's the, from the current manager, I think it's the longest, I think. Because it's Maybe. 10, 10 years is a long way. It's, a, it's really, really long, like 10 years. So I think he has to go all in. So he has to make sure that you have to do something in the World Cup. And we have Let me to add. like... You know, keep yeah. going. Yeah, so we asked, we, ha we have to do something. And obviously for me, we have two of the three, four best players in the world. If it's not the two best players in the world, we have a decent defender. We have a decent, like, we have a good team. Like, let's not pretend that, oh, oh yeah, we're going to be like, we have a good team. We have to do something. So, yeah, we're going to see. So let me ask, let's quickly go over these other teams. I mean, this is a funny group because just like the Brazil group, this yes. group has three teams that were in the same group four years ago. Exactly. France also played against Australia and also played against Denmark. Tunisia replaces Peru. But France had a tough game against Australia, beat them 2-1. And then Denmark, they drew, I think, nil-nil, correct? Yeah. Horrible. Or 1-1? I remember both games. So the first game against Australia, horrible game. And that's when Deschamps really started to play like with the uh, uh, midfielders. Like on the wing, and when he start to put Giroud as a striker, front, yeah, I remember correctly. The strikers was Griezmann, Bappe, Dembele. All the all French cry for this. Oh yeah, we have Dembele, Bappe, Griezmann. Let's play together. That was horrible. I don't mm. say that those players are horrible, but the animation wasn't yeah. even good. And I remember Deschamps says like, okay, we play like this. We're gonna play my way, and he won. He won. But the game was atrocious, I have to say. And against Denmark. It was the third game. It changed a lot, so I can't really say anything about it. But the last game, I think we played against Denmark, get embarrassed, like 2-0. We did not even do anything, so it's going to be tough. Let me and ask Denmark you this, a really good team. But you, you, Yeah, Denmark, I was, I was going to get into them in a second. Tunisia, to me, and Australia, I, I don't think they're going to get out of this group. I think Australia is always fun. They're always fun. No Mile Jedinak this time. No Tim Cahill. Yeah, Tim Cahill was no Tim Cahill. Tim Cahill was so fun in the World Cup, but the, you know you see some some of the names I recognize: Matthew Ryan, the captain in goal, uh, Matthew Leckie. But I don't think that and Aaron Moy from Celtic. Uh, I don't think Australia is getting out of this group. You think Australia, think so. Tunisia are getting out of this group? Is it France, Denmark for sure? I mean, Denmark was the semifinalist of the Euro Cup and made it to the World Cup round of sixteen in twenty uh, eighteen, lost in penalties yes. to Croatia. So you think those two are going to get out of the group easily? Denmark, I think, easily because I don't feel the stress for them. But France, I want to say easily, but I know it's not going to be easy. Because the World Cup, cur the group stage yeah. curse? I think it would look easy, but it would not be easy. I don't know if you know what I mean. I feel you. I feel you. But we have to finish first. You know why I say that? 
because the, who's next door? I don't want to play Argentina anymore. I don't Ooh. want to. Because I'm going to say this, they're one of the best teams, favorite to win the World Cup, and because we beat them in 2018, the ones they want us, they want us, and we are kind of fragile mentally. And then uh -huh. they just came off like a victory in the Copa America. So they're really strong. They have the crusade all behind Messi. We want to give Messi his World Cup. So I don't, I don't want to face them. I don't, I don't say that they're going to win the World Cup. I just said they're going to be pretty solid. And mentally, I don't think we're going to match them, their energy. So I that's don't fair. want to see them. I don't want to see them. But that's why you have to finish first every time. So let's let me ask you final questions. I got in here from a French from from, from a French person, Kylian Mbappe and Karim Benzema. Mbappe obviously put his name up in lights at the last World Cup. Had a tough mm -hmm. moment at the Euro Cup, but he's still playing as as I mean, he's still just getting better each year. And then Benzema, after Ronaldo left, I mean, he went to another. He was already great, but he went to another planet. Another um, level. How does it feel? How much confidence do you have in them uh, to bring it home here? And do you think? And so I guess that's the final question. Do you think you're going to win the whole thing again? If I'm honest with you, I don't. I want to, but I don't think so. I have to be honest. I have to be yeah, honest they haven't. I mean, it hasn't. When was the last time it happened? Do you know when the last time a World Cup back to back? Uh, Brazil. Uh, no, it's not Brazil. Yes. Yeah, in That's the, the 70s, right? In the 70s, I think it's Brazil. I think it's Brazil. I know. I know they went th three straight times: 94, 98, 02. But in 98, we beat them. But I think in the 70s, I think it's Brazil. The last back to back winners, I think, is Brazil. It's been a while. Ooh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's Brazil. It's been, yes. Here we go. I found it. 1958 and 1962. Wow. Yeah, 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 that's wild. I don't think so, but I think I think we can, but I don't think we will. Okay, fair enough. And then yeah, Benzema and Mbappe. Let's close it out with those two. How are you feeling about those guys? How they've been and how they are right now relative to the rest of the tournament? One hundred confidence. Like that's them. I think they know. So Benzema currently is not playing because he's got an injury, but he want to rest for the World Cup. Mbappe is obviously in great shape with PSG, scoring goals, assisting. Man, you think he's gonna gonna be uh, determined after the, the Euro Cup? That probably hurt him, man. He missed that penalty. I know penalties are random, but that it was a, tough for him. He's a great player, and you cannot doubt great players. Great players don't miss two two like tournaments in a row. I don't believe that that doesn't exist. He's no. gonna show up. He has to show up. Weren't you? Weren't you the one that said you didn't like him? But has he won you over? Like I'm gonna say this, I don't like PSG, so I <laughs> I cannot really appreciate him. I can, now you know why I can appreciate him because he makes Neymar fan and Messi fan angry, and I love that because I just think he's so like ridiculous. Like you should you should support the team, not the players. You know, yeah. I think, you know, it's the same in NBA. It's of always course. laughable when like play when like people follow players instead of teams. So for me, yeah. I like that because it's create chaos. So <laughs> I can appreciate him, but I cannot flee. Now, if he left, if he left PSG, he can be one of my favorite players easily. Okay. Easily. okay. <laughs> but I cannot appreciate Like he's just too much for me. I cannot. I feel you. All right, my man. Hey, this was really good. And I'm definitely going to see you during the tournament, man. Best of luck. Oh, yeah. You already know what it is. Allez les bleus. Wait, you want my pick? I'm going to give you my pick. Oh yeah, who's your pick to win? I should ask. My pick, and everyone slept on them. I don't know why. It's just Brazil. Really? I think everyone's. I feel like so many people are picking them. I'm picking them. Bro, around me is like Argentina. They're gonna do this for Messi. Oh look, 35 game undefeated. Like they're really good, but I just think that they are they 35 games undefeated. 
25 or 24. But I just, I just, I just don't like because they push a narrative, like they push you in the face. Or oh, you have to change, you have to go to the bad wagon. If you're not, oh, if they win, look, you know, like I don't like this. I don't like when you <laughs> push something on my face. And you don't like this tune, NBA, when you push something on your face, you know. But for me, it's Brazil, pretty solid in every line, and just have the best. I think they just have the best team overall. So me too. I, th I think them, them, they're gonna bring it home, and also Neymar. I don't want to talk about Brazil, but just real quickly. If you want to be top three or more Rushmore in Brazilian history, he has to bring it home. He has, he has to. to. He has no excuse with the squad. The squad's yeah. so good. He has to. All right, my man. We'll catch you during the tournament, bro. It's an exciting time. Yeah, exciting. Bro. Two weeks right now. Yeah, yeah two 12 weeks. days. 12 days. Let's go. Let's get it. Yes, sir. We got this. We got this.